Sound. <laughs> red alert, red alert. Do not go outside. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Day don't, three in a row. Don't breathe. Don't blink. Don't do anything. And if you're a fat guy, what you should not do is go out and walk in the morning because it's not good for you. But I did it anyway today. And here's why. By the way, welcome. I know you're shocked. Here's a new episode of Cut the BS. After we're, we're, three week hiatus, is it? Are we doing once a month? Are we doing one a month in the summer? Is that what we're doing here? Man, that sounds great. Is are now? Is this the summer slash Selena schedule? And as we get into the fall, we're gonna get back into a much more regimented schedule. This is work a normal job. Well, work a, work a job, then have a girlfriend, work a side job, work another side job, and try and fit in some sleep. Oh, so if you would like to be a, a co-host of Cut the BS, reach out to Drew so that he can uh, just be the engineer. And you want, are, are you saying you want to take a step back? Like, do you want to become the Robbie in this situation? What I'm saying is, I wish, I wish there's just more time to sleep. Uh, I see. See, I see. Uh, okay, so let, let me get let me let me get back to why I'm started walking. You know, the truck needed inspected. Yep. So, uh, and by the way, good catch on the tire. Uh, Friday night, I I filled it up. I filled it up with air in Edders before I left, and then I filled it up in Huntington when I got back. And then I didn't go anywhere on Sunday. I didn't go anywhere on Saturday. Sorry. And then on day I had to go get bread in town. So I used my air compressor and I filled up the the tire. And then after I ran into town, I came into the house, dropped everything off, and I immediately drove the truck down to the garage at the bottom of the hill on seven points road. Right. So since you have a life now, which I'm grateful for and everybody else, uh, you know, who, who matters to me lives far away from me. Um, I, I decided to do in the middle of the afternoon, I thought I would walk from the garage up to the house. Right. The hill on Seven Points Road, you know, I know now, like you, when you're driving up that road, you have to, 
you have to hit the gas as you hit that. The, when it starts to get steep, you got to hit the gas, right? Oh, yeah, you, you have to oh. kind of. Imagine me and my body trying to go up that hill. How many times did you stop? Uh, at one point, I was going 150 steps, and then I would stop and take a breath. Like a good three, a three, like. <sighs> yeah, not to change the subject, but look how clean that shave is. Yeah, not to change the subject, but my God, I, I, Pat Pat Miller is is in the uh, Zoom here looking at, looking at you. I thought I thought your, I trimmed my your pap, I trimmed, your pap or my pap your pap pap my pap. Now I know what you said, Bob. Bob one, Bob one's chin is in me right now. I'm gonna have to do that whole Huey Herman tape your cheeks back kind of thing. Anyway, I that wasn't. I thought that was a hair. It was a shadow. Was that just a scar from the? Is that the scar from the surgery? I didn't think they went over that far. Anyway, it does matter. So let's get back to me nearly dying walking uh, up a hill to go to the house. So anyway, I didn't, you know, it was only 6,000 steps, but there's three different elevations in that 6,000 steps. So right. needless to say, when I got back to the house, the first thing I did was, literally peeled my fat baby t-shirt off because it was I was so soaked with sweat that it was stuck to my body mm -hmm. so I'm like oh my god I'm so out of shape plus you know you walk that far my shins were sore my knees were sore you know let's face it I'm out of shape and I'm like well I I, I gotta get back in shape so that they call me on Monday and uh, they're like, hey, we, we put the uh, we put the monitor on and uh, yeah, it's the oxygen sensor. Can we are you OK if we replace it? And I'm like, absolutely. You know, please do. Mm -hmm. And I said, so do you think you have it done today? You know, since you're waiting on a part, and he goes, we have it done by lunchtime. And I'm like, what? And they called me. So I was at 830. And by 11.40, they're like, truck's done. Whenever you have a chance, come on down to get it. And I'm like, well, this is awesome. You know, plus the walk is all downhill. I'd rather walk uphill than downhill. Well, it's not all downhill. Because if you think about it, there's the dip by Jim's Anchorage. So whether I walk on schoolhouse or whether I walk on seven points, I still got to go up a hill, you know, you're in a dip and then you're up back the other side. Right. So, so anyway, it was a much easier walk to the bottom. And it's funny, I'm three quarters of the way down the hill and some guy pulls over in a truck and he has two bicycles in the back seat. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm like, where were you yesterday, buddy? Um, and he said, his son gets off the back and he gets on his bike and he rides his bike the rest of the way down the hill. His dad just didn't want him to, he didn't want him to start at the top of the hill and, you know, go, go a hell and down the hill the whole way. Right. You know, cause speed. Um, although it's funny when I was a kid, uh, 
Mark and I rode 10 speeds from the top of the mountain in Belleville over to Sunny Mead. Mm, okay. So, so imagine, um, you know, when you're going up the hill, like you're headed to Greenwood and you get to the Mifflin and Huntington line. Mm -hmm. We started right there at the county line and man, did we fly down that road on the 10 speeds, which was pretty cool. But anyway, so the, this guy goes, do you want, do you want to lift down the, the garage? I'm like, no, I'm good. He goes, do you want to ride the other bike down? I'm like, nope. You know what? I've gone this far. <clears throat> I'm going to finish it on, on the walk. He goes, cool. So I get there and, <clears throat> you know, great price. I'm really, I'm really thankful that they got me in quick. They didn't have to get me in quick. I'm a new person over here, you know? Right. I mean, we, we've been very lucky forever to have, you know, Rich and Jeff, you know, at Rich's Amico. And, but, you know, I, I couldn't afford to take a vehicle over there and hang out all day over in Center County while they worked on the truck. Right. <clears throat> so anyway, so that's, so that's Monday. So I got, I got a long walk in on Sunday. I got a long walk in on Monday. Well, Monday afternoon into Tuesday, I am stiff. Like I realize I'm out of shape. Well, before you get into that today, was there nothing wrong with the, the tire? Did it just, the, the gut in the, uh, in the valve stem. Yeah. That it bubbled their stem. It did what? So they did like, you know, you put water on the tire to see where, where the leaks coming from. Right. And the leak came from the valve. Oh, okay. Like where you put the air. So they basically just put a new gut in there, and it's been it's been fine ever since. Oh, perfect. Yes. I, I couldn't beat the service. I couldn't beat the unbelievable price. Is that like, what the oxygen with, sensor is? Is that what you were talking about? No, the oxygen sensor is, is part of your fuel injection system. Oh, okay. So, I'm surprised, actually, with how much you drive that thing, that that's all... Well, you know, last I mean, last year it got brakes, you know, but, you know, we also we also gave those guys time. You know, we were in Montana, so we left it for, you know, four days so they could fit it in their schedule. These guys got it done in a day over here the week before, you know, the week before the end of the month. Right. So great. And, you know, less than 200 bucks for for a part and labor beyond the inspection and everything else. So, I mean, it's. Can't complain. Outside right. of me being physically unable to walk from their garage to to the house, and I and I did it. It just took a lot longer, and it hurt once it did. So, so are, I you, just, are you now addicted to hiking? No, but here's what I am. Here's what I'm doing. So, so I took today's Thursday. As we tape, it's Thursday. So uh, I took Tuesday off because my shins really hurt. And I figured out why I didn't use my, um, <clears throat> I did not use my Sockonies mm -hmm. or Sockonies. I wore my Nikes and I, I think Nikes are pretty much done. Like, I think they're at that. They need to, they need to move to a crick shoe or a workout side shoe and not a walk along distances in those shoes. I think Nike overall though, is not a, they are not a, um, a workout shoe yeah um, not certainly not the ones that i had they're just more for show 
Yeah. I think in general though, they're not really, they're not really known for being like a workout shoe. It's just again, for show in the name. But if you want like a good, like shoe like that, you're going to have to go with like a Brooks or, um, I think Brooks actually is one of like the best shoes. Brooks, Brooks are great, but you know, I don't have those. I have a bunch of, I have two pair of Asics still in boxes. Oh, Asics. Those are good ones. And I have my, I have, remember how you made fun of me when I bought two pair of the same shoe, mm -hmm. you know, at Dunham's on clearance, the Sauconies. Right. So <clears throat> that's what I decided that I took Tuesday off. Wednesday morning, I get up and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to walk. I'm going to get back to walking. So I, I put the headset on and I'm listening to WHP out of Harrisburg because I'm, for some reason, I'm still addicted to what goes on down there, even though nobody's calling off me a job. And um, so they break in at the top of the hour as I start walking and they, they talk about this air quality red alert yesterday. And if you're young, old, uh, infirmed, if you have health issues, you shouldn't be walking. And I thought, well, I've already started up the road. I, I might as I might as well just keep walking. Mm -hmm. So I, I walked up I walked up Middle Ridge, and then instead of going left and dealing with big, big hills, I went right, and I walked up to the church. You know, mm -hmm. up as you're up towards the store. So I, I went that far and then I went, you know what? Okay, I I I did enough. I'll turn around, I'll come back. So I did that yesterday. And then today, I did not realize it was a red alert again today when I got up and I headed up the road and I and I went the whole way up to the smoke shack today Oof. and back. So you know, even in bad air days, I, I, I got 5,000 steps in early today uh, just to go up there. Now, tomorrow, uh, I'm trying to think which direction. I, I want to add some more. But, you know, once you really go past the smoke shack in the store, the road sort of elevates again. Mm -hmm. you know, and then and then it dips down, you know, to the entrance of the park. Right. So. You know, I think I'll I think I'll work my way up just like I'll go up to the the road above the smoke shack on the left. I think I'll work my way up there. Yeah. And then, you know, just eventually get to the ranger checkpoint and then turn around and come back. I know they they said uh yesterday. Yeah, yesterday or maybe earlier this week about the whole the red alert or we're in the red and I knew that I had to mow the grass and I'm like, Oh, well, you know, big deal. I don't care. It seemed though, like, and I, yeah, you know, I just did it today. Actually. It seemed as if though the first time that this all happened was much worse in terms of yes. this was much worse then than it was now. Yeah. Two weeks ago, it was really bad. Um, like or I did because we weren't, you know, that was like the first time of us seeing that. So we're kind of like used to it now. Well, I, that might be part of it. And part of it might just be the, the humidity levels too. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, the first time this happened, 
<clears throat> I was um, uh, your buddy Doug, who's out of the country. Why we don't know. Is he wanted by the police? Um, you know, you're not going to jump on that one. How? Do, oh, by the way, how are you not stuck watching Willie while they go on vacation? Well, their actual son is actually now here in Center County watching the dog. Oh, so he's there like all week? Mm-hmm. Is his betrothed with him? She is. Actually, it's funny. So they were originally supposed to stay, Kelly and Doug, they're in Cancun. They were supposed mm-hmm. to stay until Friday, so tomorrow. And they told Ryan and Alexis, hey, I think we're going to actually stay till Sunday now. I'm like, how do what? you how do you just make that happen? Would would, would Dave Ramsey approve of changing your flight plans and at more nights in a hotel? Pro- he would probably say you get more bang for your buck that way. Could be. Uh, so, like, will this affect Ryan and 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 Alexis's life because they're stuck here for two other days? Well, Ryan now actually has a new job, so he's a he's fully remote now. Which is funny because he called me last night and he goes, you know, it's like five thirty, six o'clock. And, he, you know, he's notorious for calling me like right as I'm you know, trying to sleep. And uh, I'm like, what could you possibly want right now? And, you know, he and I, all my friends, all of our friends have that attitude with each other. Like, what do you, you miss? Want? And... I was like, no, I'm not coming over. Well, actually, I said, I'm glad you actually called. And, you know, after we like gave each other shit because I wanted to borrow something of theirs. He goes, well, actually, it's funny because I wanted to borrow something of yours. And I'm like, great. What is it? Well, he wanted to know if he could borrow some dress shoes because he had to go into the office for training. And I was like, uh, do, yeah. Do, do kids your age even wear dress shoes anymore? Yeah. Still have to look presentable. But I thought I thought, you know, you guys would wear like those hipster shoes that they wear on ESPN and stuff where they they're dress shoes, but they really look like sneakers. You could, but I don't think either of us have, you know, shoes like that. But I just want to point out the last time that I let him borrow shoes, uh, he has yet to return them. Did you say check your closet dork because you already have a pair there? He already addressed the fact that he has my shoes still. So uh, yeah, I made the trip over there before work last night to drop off shoes. And uh, so it's funny because he keeps saying that he's remote yet. There's been a couple of times where he has to go into the, he has to go into the actual office. I'm like, you're not remote. You're probably hybrid and they won't let you know. They won't tell That's you right. that. It's really just a, it's really just a hybrid that they didn't go into it. Any more details. Um, you know, you talked about the first time that we, we experienced these brush fires from Canada, which mm-hmm. makes you wonder how much of Canada is on fire that it, the smoke is affecting us. Well, you, you know, know? It's, it's funny too. Like, I think, and I mean, Grant, we're still in the like North. I mean, we are the North, but it seems as though, you know, we're at the end of June right now, pretty much right in the, Beginning of summer, you know, it should be like 80, 90 degrees quite a bit. It hasn't been too, too hot lately. 
I will brag right now and I will knock on the desk. That's me knocking on wood. Uh, I have yet to turn the air conditioners on over here at the lake. And, you know, it's it just seems as though, like, since it hasn't been too hot, that it's so hot and dry in the north part of the of the world where it should be cooler. Right. And colder in, like, the southern part of the country. And it just doesn't make too much sense to me. Well, you know, speaking of, you know, because of the fog and stuff, um, your buddy Doug hit me up to uh, do some state playoff games for uh, Eagle Ambassadors. So I, I went to Dubois um, and I ended up doing um, two baseball games right. for for them. And, and the first day, like Dubois looked like it was overcast from rain and it was really just from those fires. And it was weird because they actually – for the second game that was going to go on that day, they were actually planning on what time they're going to turn the lights on for a four thirty start to a baseball game. Right. And, uh, you know, it was fun. I got to call two baseball games. I'd never called baseball games before, um, in terms of play by play. And what do you, uh, what do you like better? say again, what do you like better? Uh, I like baseball is very easy to do in terms of explaining a play right however however then you got phil because you know there's time between pitches there's time between outs there's time but you know changes with the innings etc so it's it's a different kind of broadcast um i i think my favorite still is football i think it's always going to be football but um you know i did one of the games with our buddy brett uh, Butterworth and um, he actually said he goes you know you and I should uh, we should try and do a basketball game at least one this year uh, for Coach Glunt and I said well you know they have my phone number they just need to reach out to me and let me know well I might have a I might have some poll there for you and that's why I brought that up and do you have to go to Burnham tonight no, uh, I don't. I don't have any more games until July. Uh, okay. Um, I actually just got. Um, I just got asked if I could help out with the older, the older kids. Um, not this coming Monday, but the following Monday. So the tenth. Yeah, but I've also we've also had you know. Workouts every Wednesday, where they all have, you know, their workout sheet and there's like different stations and everything. And, um, you know, they, uh, they, I mean, it's pretty much like you do your thing. Like you do, you control your workouts. You make sure you're doing it. We're not really getting on you, but we do walk around and monitor, like, you know, keep your head up, you know, explode off, you know, the step, that kind of thing. Right. Like we are facilitating, but at the same time, we're not. And by we, I mean, you know, Chris. Yeah. So, um, like I, I said before about the week, I took Tuesday off for not not walking, you know, exercising on purpose. But also, I, I, had, a, I had a call, a get-to-know-you call with um, 
one of the uh, agencies in Harrisburg that I applied for a job for last fall, um, you know, when I started my job search, uh, and I won't say who it is, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania News Media Association. Um, was that out loud? Yeah, I think I got it on recording. Okay, good. So uh, I, I was supposed to have a 10 o'clock call, and at 930, um, shockingly, for the third time in two weeks, the power goes out over here. Well, yeah, it's like, funny. You don't even, you don't have to tell me that it the power did go out because I get text messages because of the Wi-Fi that it is out. This is what's crazy about that. So knowing that I had a call at 10 o'clock and it's a Zoom call, all mm -hmm. right? Well, at 9.35 and there's no power, I also know that there's no Wi-Fi. Right. So I'm immediately pissed because here we go. This could be something that leads to employment. And, you know, 25 minutes beforehand, I'm screwed. So I decided that's it. I've been, I've been patient about the, uh, the power outages, and I finally had enough. So I called to report it, and they do that prompt, like, if you want to report a power outage, press 1. And if you want to use this number as your address, you know, so you go through that whole prompt. Mm -hmm. And finally, they they go to one more one more row of things about if it's a if you see the pole damaged or if you see this or if you set and and number five is if you would like to speak with one of our associates, please press five. Right. Well, I was mad, so you know what I did? I pressed five, and uh, and I said to this person. Hi, I said, uh, just I'm, I'm more curious than anything else. Uh, this is the third time I've lost power here in two weeks. Right. I said, I said, there's there's no rain right now. There, there's no lightning. There's no anything. What's going on? And you know what I got back? What did you get back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on that's her opening salvo and then i say i'm not talking about just today like what's going on that you know you have your your cutie little annual meeting where you if we all vote you'll give us a 25 dollar credit and you'll give us a stupid bag chair right you know, what what's going on i don't know she goes don't you get emails if they're talking about she goes well i do know they were replacing some polls did you get an email about that and i went no should i right well well yeah if it affects your area they'll let you know i said well i didn't get any and you have my email so i guess they weren't changing polls in my neighborhood right and i said look i'm not I'm not a seasonal person. I live here year round. Mm -hmm. I understand that, sir. And I said, no, I don't think you do. I said, because I, I have an office. So now I got to hope that because the power went out, I don't blow a hard drive because years ago when I lived in Belfont and a transformer went out in the, our neighborhood, my hard drive was fried and I lost eight years worth of stuff right. off my computer. And it was during the pandemic. 
so nobody could come and fix it to try and restore it. Right. And are you ready for the ultimate customer service response from this woman? How does that make you feel? No, she gave me a bit of advice that I, when the time's right, I'm going to corporate and I'm going to let them know about the phone call I received from a customer service representative. Are you ready for this? If you bitch about her now and they fire her, then there's a job. That's true. I could walk right into that job and I could say the same thing to her that she said to me. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Guess what her solution to my power outages use a laptop you could buy a generator for your house (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was her whole solution to it not i'm sorry you're going through this i'm asking around the office to try and get a solution you just buy a generator oh i'm so glad that she that you didn't even think about that before. And I went, gee, I said, Generac, isn't that like number seven on the t- uh, on the wish list over here? You should have said, I'm sorry, are you in customer service or sales? Because last I checked, you're taking my call. You're not trying to sell me something. And 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 your your and your uh, your generators would run on propane. So are you working now with suburban propane, like to try and do a cross file here or something? So I was more than Jack, but now you have to remember, it's 10 till 10, I have no power, and I get an email from from the person who I have the call with saying, are you ready? You know, I'm done with my my nine o'clock, do you wanna do your Zoom now? And then I called her office number and she goes, hi, and I said, Here's the situation. I don't have any power at my house, which means I have no Wi-Fi. She goes, oh, sure. What do you want to do? And I said, I'm going to go get in my truck, and can we just do it on the telephone, but I can't Zoom with you. And she goes, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. So a Zoom call that I was going to have planned had to be switched to a telephone call that I sat in the truck to do while I had my phone plugged into the truck lighter to make sure I didn't lose power on the cell phone. Right. I mean, it's just, those are the types of things that I just look to heaven and go, why God, what did I do? You know, like, why am I being punished? I mean, if only you bought a generator. If only I bought a generator instead of, uh, you know, I don't know, what, food? I tell you what, though, like, whenever you do get a chance, you should buy one of those, like, flash drives and then, like, have you know so many things like put in there that way just in case that does ever happen then you at least have a flash drive well here's what i here's what i uh decided uh i'm never coming uh about a power outage again and talking to a person because i valley aurora was a place that i did not have disgust for but i am beyond disgusted with them now I can imagine. So, um, what have you been doing? Although you and I got together on Friday night uh, and had some fun. Um, what have I been doing lately? 
Yeah, I mean, you, you described all these side things and all this activity, and of course, summer of Selena. I mean, what um, you know, what 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 are you doing with your what are you doing with your life, son? People ask people keep asking me what's Drew up to, and I say the same thing. You can call him; his phone still works. And it's funny whenever people ask me what you're up to. That's what I say. Well, you can call him. Yeah, well, nobody nobody cares about me. Then I, I always reply with, you know, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. But uh, actually, I think you're beyond okay. I think you're doing great. Aren't you happy? I would probably say I'm doing pretty well. Um, no, I've just been, you know, going down to see Selena, which best parts of my day, seeing her in person. Um, you know, working, working my normal job. And then, uh, you know, I have basketball every week. And now, you know, wedding season is officially picked up. So I've officiated a wedding so far. I've DJed a wedding so far. And uh, my second one ever, I've DJed. I think it went pretty well, actually. Um, and now in a couple weeks, few weeks now, I actually have one to officiate and DJ at the same time. So will your will your uh, lovely girlfriend come up and help be an, a helper for you that weekend? Uh, she doesn't necessarily have to help. If she would like to, she's more welcome to. But no, she will just be my date and uh, keep me company at the at the desk. But I also I wonder this too. When I go to a wedding, yeah. My first thought is not to be as close to the DJ as possible. I have no idea why, but every DJ gig that I've had, which granted it's only been two, people feel the need to dance right beside the speakers. And, you know, weddings, you know, typical drunk fest. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, hold on. Male or female? Both. Oh, okay. I had one, you know, I'm not even, I don't know this person, so I don't even care. I had one jackass that just requested Morgan Wallen the entire time. And like, I understand you like Morgan Wallen, and a lot of people do. However, his music is not dance worthy; it's sing worthy. It's isn't isn't he like a country singer that really is more of a rapper? I wouldn't say he's a rapper. And but is that the is that, that's not the guy that Kenny Pickett got up on stage and drank a beer with? Was it? That was that Luke was Luke. Brown. Okay, and what's the difference there between? Between Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen, what's the difference there? Uh, I'd say 150 pounds. Okay. Well, no, because I I saw in my reels on Instagram that mm -hmm. Luke Combs is taking uh, some sort of gummies to lose weight, like Tim McGraw and Miranda Lambert. He, uh, you know, he he is looking pretty good actually. Well, I'm just saying my birthday's coming up, so if people would like to invest in those gummies for me, that would be okay. Oh, you know, here's a here's actually a good a good difference. Uh Luke Combs has never canceled concerts because of his voice. Uh, okay. Morgan Wallen did and pissed off a lot of people. Now, was he like did he get branded as not being woke or something? Morgan Wallen? Yeah, wasn't there some country singer that like got dropped by his label or something because he wasn't woke or he said something that was offensive? Or there was TMZ caught him one night. I'm almost certain it was TMZ 
caught him one night coming home late from the bars and he was with his friends and like it was pretty dark outside but he said a specific word that you can't say uh, i gotcha and uh it went viral and he's now apologized for it however i would say he's actually now bigger in terms of popularity since then right he also got a girl a woman pregnant and then had a kid during that time too i think it was like the kid first and then that happened or vice versa i forget but he's also living his best life um but yeah he okay so that guy just kept requesting morgan wallen i had another older woman who was like this music is bad like you should put on different stuff what playing next i'm like her name i found out her name was Lori. i'm like Lori, get the fuck away from me how old when you say this one was older how old would you say she is probably mid 40s oh okay so she's young um young to you but she was older so like she told me to play atomic dog what is that uh i'm gonna botch singing this but it's like that bow wow wow woody yo woody game bow wow i don't know those are the words but that's how it goes why why did you say that's like dance music to me i'm like okay people need to realize this they always want to blame the dj for what music gets played yes but you have to remember the dj is catering to the bride and groom because that is who paid them yes the, usually it's the people who hire you that 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 decide what the playlist is going to be like i was told the bride and groom did not want any like traditional like dance music so like the cha-cha slide um electric slide uh ymca all that all that stuff i'm like you know what perfect i think that's fine because i think it's overplayed first three people come up to me you should play this because it's going to get more people out here i'm like i got a specific do not play those songs so no they're like well what about this i'm like i can't play it now have you i'm like i don't know if i have to yell this at you but i cannot play this music i was told not to i got paid shut up and go drink another drink and probably go throw up now have you have you thought about uh putting out a jar for requests and saying requests are 20 bucks a piece half goes to the bride and groom half goes to the dj uh i did have two people during my time there i did have two people one happened to be morgan wallen guy um but that was also as we were wrapping up i had two people offer to pay me one one gentleman younger kid i think he's probably right around my age so he wasn't a kid um he had asked if i could play you know a slow song because he wanted to ask a woman to dance i'm like yeah yeah you know i'll do that um and i said is there anything specific you like and he said um what did he ask wonderful tonight was one of them great song and i forget the other one but i was like you know what i and the rule i guess was you have to we at least have to turn down the music at 11 but normally you know like that's what time everyone leaves sure because it can again you have to also clean up the next day right or so, that anyway you know last song of the night i'm gonna play a slow song perfect 
So I play that, and he actually ended up dancing with that older Tory woman or Lori woman, who uh, kept requesting stupid songs. Did um, they make did they make it out by the end of the song? No, because she was married. Oh, so this and, guy, this guy plotted all along to dance with a married woman at the end of the night. My guess is he asked, he was asking someone else, and they said no, and then. He didn't have anyone to dance with. And this woman, Lori, was just like, I'll dance with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's always it's always depressing when women say no when you ask them to dance. So when he had asked, you know, do you take, do you accept tips or anything? I'm like, oh, no, man, like, you don't have to pay me for that. Like, that's fine. Well, then Mr. Morgan Wallen was having the time of his life. Which, by the way, I have these, like, cards that say, you know, requests and that says like song artist and who requested it you could not read his handwriting like it, it was just so bad and it was to the point where someone wrote one before like the dance floor even really opened he wrote it down and i'm like what the heck like what's this and it was he wrote his girlfriend's name on it right so i go up to the bride and groom like hey do you know what this says and they're like no but i know who that is and i'm like can you tell me uh, yeah, so I go up to the girl, and I'm like, hey, are you, you know, I forget her name. Are you, like, are you her? And she goes, yeah, I am. And did I do something? I'm like, no, 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 nothing like that. I just can't read your handwriting. And she goes, oh, that's not even my handwriting. That's my boyfriend. And I'm like, well, do you know what it says? And it was like, yeah, like 98 Braves or something like that. I'm like, it's not even a dancing song. Right. It's a hold of beer and and drink and drink it and, and sing the background vocals right well at the end of the night then as we're wrapping up he goes uh come on man just like a couple more songs i'm like dude i can't like we gotta be out here by 11 he goes come on i'll, I'll pay you like i'll venmo you right here right now i'm like and now and, for, and plus i want to go home too right and he goes come on seriously i'm like seriously no he goes how much i'm like you can't even afford me Right. And he's like, yeah, I can. How dare you? How dare you say I can't afford you? And I'm like, all right, then $10,000. I'll do it right here. I'm like, shut up. Right. This is how no. you know. This is how you know he was drunk. He told the bride and groom. Now, Grant, I don't know if it was there. If it was a cousin of theirs. If it was a cousin's boyfriend or just a friend. He told the bride and groom that he was going to consummate their marriage by having sex with his girlfriend tonight at the Best Western. Wow. What a big spender that he, he got a room at the, at the Best Western. So that means they had to go the whole way near the mall mm -hmm. on a Saturday night in Center County. Right. Well, if he was ever, if he was caught, I, you know what you should do? <laughs> Just for fun, you should reach out to somebody who still likes you and get some of get some of uh, that person's business cards and say, had a little too much to drink tonight. Keep this in your back pocket. So when you get stopped for DUI, you know, that person can make some money. Right. Or, hey, man, how you doing? Are, yeah, are you guys running Checkpoint tonight? Yeah. Follow this car specifically. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to send you a picture of a license plate. Yeah. Go follow them. So you don't hunt. I have not hunted. No. Since I was, uh, I, I turned you off 
to hunting when a I lad. when you were younger. So um, this was the first year that um, doe you could buy a if you're a hunter in Pennsylvania you could buy your doe license at the same time as you bought your regular license. Right. Because years years in the old days you you got an application you filled it out sent a check in in an envelope, you mailed it to the county treasurer and they sent your license back. Well, this, the, the, uh, game commission and the, uh, the legislature decided that a single place would be much better. And the whole reason no one hunts anymore is because it's just too hard to use an envelope and two stamps to send a check to a county treasurer. Right. So now you can buy your you can buy your hunting license and your archery stamp and your bear tag and your elk tag and everything else all at one time. And I talked to your brother-in-law about this and I said, what are you going to do? You're going to get online. You're going to go to a store. And he goes, I'm not sure which one I'm going to do. I said, you know what? I'm not either. But, you know, in the old days, you know, in the old neighborhood, I had just gone down to hang out at Ace, you know. And stood in line because you didn't own three quarters of the people in line. So it'd be like, you know, old, old days, you know, seeing your buddies. Right. So I got online over here because the last year I bought my hunting license at Walmart and I still had to stand in line at Walmart and I didn't go the first day. Right. So I got online at 1030 mm-hmm. and I was number 86,000 in the queue. Yeah, I had heard that it was pretty. pretty well, long. the whole reason I got on at ten thirty is because I saw a news flash in my on my phone that the system had crashed at eight thirty in the morning. Them and uh, them and uh, Ticketmaster, whenever Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, yeah. yeah. So, so this is Monday morning, and like I told you already i walked down to get the truck and came back now it tells you how many people are in front of you at this point so there were seventy six thousand people in front of me when i walked down to get the truck Mm -hmm. so i stood there and i talked to the guys for a little bit and they said um i said well I should probably get back and see how close I am to getting into the queue to buy my hunting license. And the guy goes, Oh yeah, I forgot. Is that today? And I went, yeah, yeah, it's today. I'm sure it's a cluster because the system already crashed once the online. And they're like, Oh my. And they said, well, why, why do you think everybody's doing it today? I said, because of the doe license, you know, I mean, that's, you know, although it's funny, both of the doe, tags that i got last year you know the northern part of huntington county and the southern part of huntington county neither one they didn't sell all of their all of their ticket you know the permits the you know for the first time they went on sale so really i didn't have to do it but you know i just wanted to experience it so i'm talking to your brother-in-law at uh about i don't know eight o'clock or so and i'm there's still he had tried to do the same thing, and then he he drove over to a store, and he said that the, the store too. There were people lined up outside the store, like they had in line to get their hunting license. So 
he ended up, I forget what he ended up, he ended up getting it online, but later in the night, like I did, like at 8.30, I finally got to order all my stuff. Like I got my doe tag and I got my, I got in the, the elk lottery again this year. Mm-hmm. Why, I don't know. But, you know, if, you, if you're lucky and you get one, your freezer's full of elk for the year. Right. So, and it's, you know, it, it goes towards, you know, the whole elk population that kind of shit so anyway whatever um but uh, you know the whole time i'm thinking you know why am i really rushing to do this because anymore because of my back i need help i can't shoot a deer by myself anyway because i need help to get it up you know like i had deer that you know as as they're called around here pets and uh i could have got a deer but i need help to get it up so you can clean it properly and, and everything else. So, you know, I, I almost wondered why I did it in the first place, but I, I just felt that need, like I still owed it to your pap to continue to say that I'm hunting, even though I don't really go out in the woods. Cause now I live in the woods and I see deer all the time, but does Bob, does your Bob hunt? No, he is more, he fishes. Gotcha. But I don't think he fishes to, like, eat or anything like that. I think he might right. just fish to, like, you know, for fun. He's now – he's actually asked me, like, four times if I fish. So, like, now the running joke between Selena and I is that anytime we see, like, fishing stuff, it's always like, Drew, do you fish? Or uh, anytime he says it, like, we try to, like, not laugh so hard. But the other night we went to see her grandmother in the nursing home and – uh we we were on our way there and he had asked again and we just looked at each other and couldn't hold it in and just busted out laughing he's like what did i do and you know we explained it to him and as soon as we got to the um to the old folks home um selena's aunt and cousin were there uh her mom's you know sister and niece and we were talking about just like Bob repeating himself, not specifically fishing, but he goes, yeah, apparently I, I repeat myself a little too much. And then like, doesn't nudge me, but like almost like pushes me. So she so Selena loves the fact that like, I have such a good relationship with both Bob, her dad and, you know, her mom, Cynthia because like we it's not the same relationship like it's close but it's not the same but like i they know like we can joke with each other and we're not gonna get like offended or anything like that so do you find you're not at the level of mocking him the way you mock me though are you no not yet um do you think that will come after you? And that he's that will come after you have children uh, with Selena, and then you feel confident that he can't abuse you or hit you in any way. He like, let me state this too. He's also not innocent. He will mock me as well. He's but allowed. It, it's, it's all in good fun. He's allowed, Drew. He's the dad. I understand that, but he likes to claim that I said that I never went bowling before, and then when I did go bowling, I showed them all up. They're like, "Yeah, sure, you haven't." I'm like. I never said I've never went bowling. I mean, I know we talked about that before, but uh, who's repeating themselves now, Drew? He uh, he did ask me if 
the subject of like rides came up. Yeah. Uh, I like amusement parks and I'm like, uh, you know, I don't really ride rides. He goes, well, what about roller coasters? I'm like, I said, no way would I ever ride one of those. He goes, oh, come on. Why not? And then, you know, he asked if I had played tennis before then too. He goes, do you do anything? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. I just, I was more of, you know, play basketball and baseball and stay on the ground rather than go play in a, an expensive sport and uh, go fear for my life. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, from way, one... my, my honey says hello. Uh, by the way, that was sweet of her to give me a Father's Day present. Yeah. Um, so what you just said there in your exchange with Bob, I am so grateful because I know what my first answer would have been to Bob if he'd have asked me if I'd do anything. And you said, you and, and, you, and, and you, and you were smart not to give the answer that I actually wanted to say to make the joke. Yes. Uh, we're not that comfortable yet. Gotcha. Oh, just with me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good to know. All right. So let's move on. Uh, are you now, um, are you, you not going to say, are you not going to say hello back? Hi, sweetie. How are you? Go ahead. Are now. you, I don't know. You said that. Now, okay. So Tuesday night you have to be at work, correct? Correct. Now, will you do? You, but do you think if you stood outside in your parking lot at nine o'clock before you before you have to go into work, will you watch the fireworks from there? Probably not. I was told that. I mean, I don't really care about fireworks. Once you've seen one, you're like they're all the same. Until like they start getting ones that like actually have like they're written out or like a different design. Mm -hmm. that, but like. Oh, red. Oh, green. That one's big and blue. Oh, my God. That one shook the entire earth. You know, it, it's it's all the same. But I was told, and I don't know how true this is, that you cannot tailgate at 4th Fest anymore. You can only sit in the Spike Stadium and watch them. Really? I don't know how true that is. Because I would imagine, like, well, it's Penn State, like, they're all I could see them upping the price to tailgate rather than just 20 bucks. It's now 45, like such an awkward price. Um, I could see them doing that. But also don't forget that um, during a showcase for football players a couple weeks ago, they yeah. ticketed all of the cars of the parents that brought players in for this showcase and hit him with $50 tickets. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Welcome to Happy Valley, everybody, where we want to squeeze every last piece of cash out of you before you drive home. I, I'm not sure. I, I might just, I'm not sure. I, I may have guests for, for uh, the 4th, or they might go home. Uh, Huntington Borough does their fireworks on the 3rd. Well, are they going to be allowed to? Do yeah. fireworks? Like, is it? Well, we have, we've we've had a monsoon. Oh, you have. Oh yeah, the drive the driveway is like nothing but speed bumps. 
um, not to interrupt real quick, but I'm going to. She said, tell him I miss my best friend. Well, I thought that was you. Did I, I wait? Did I surpass you in terms of? I don't know. You want me to call her quick? No, no. I want to. I want to wrap up this show, and then you can talk to her because clearly she misses you. How? By the way, how far are we in? Over an hour. Okay, well, then let's wrap up with this last thing. Um, as you know, I've been looking for a job for almost a year now. Right. And I've been unemployed since the first of the year. And, um, you know, there's two things that have me really pissed off. Number one, I did not see anywhere in any trade, anything where you could audition to be a broadcaster for either the XFL or the USFL. Okay. Because I think I could brought, not to sound cocky, but I think I could call a game just as well as Brock Horde and those guys doing the USFL games for Fox. And I know I could do a better job on the XFL uh, doing doing those games. But here's the ultimate slap in the face, okay? So I don't watch Wheel of Fortune unless I'm at someone's house who watches Wheel of Fortune. And your sister and brother-in-law watch it a lot. Right. And I like to watch Wheel of Fortune for one thing. Vanna White. Vanna White. So Pat announces he's leaving the show, okay? Thank God. Wait. Wait. Don't go too far on this. Because unlike Jeopardy, when Alex Trebek died, and they had at least tryouts for people to be the host, Wheel of Fortune immediately goes to, well, who's the biggest douchebag that will just do anything to be on TV as often as possible because he's a media whore? Let's just hire him to be the host. And who did they hire? I already know the answer. That's what I'm saying. So they go out and they make the really edgy decision to hire Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, I mean, is he the clear choice? No, there were so many other people that would have been great to do that show. Um I'm surprised that like they're not just going out together. Well, the well, apparently Vanna hasn't had a raise in 18 years, and she found out how much Pat was making, and she's like, I either want to raise or I'm going to quit. And I'm, her lawyer said that, and I'm afraid they're just going to go. Well, you got your wish, honey. You're out because you're well, in your sixties, and we're going to hire this douchebag who's 40. Could you imagine when she was, you know, when she first started? And she told her parents, hey, like, I'm going to be on this game show. And I'm just, I mean, I don't know if that was her first job, but I'm just going to go with that. But she told her parents, hey, I'm going to be on this game show and I'm going to be turning a letter. I mean, back then you actually turned a letter. Yes. Turning letters when they guessed them. I guarantee you her father was like, that's dumb. Like, you need a real job, blah, blah, blah. Years down the road, everybody wants to have her job. She's been she's been on TV for 40 years, and here's where Steve gets a little sexist, all right? It's been a smoke show since the first time she was on TV. Even now, I would I would not hesitate to bring her to a Miller family Christmas and say to Alston, you can call her whatever you want, but Boompa calls her lovey dovey. Gross. Um, yeah, really, really. 
you're the one you're the one who's going ooh gross what i just what i have to sit behind when i'm the third wheel in a car give me a break well okay so one i thought they're probably gonna go out together that makes the most sense because they've been together since the very first time yeah two i figured once that happens just stop the show and three pat Pat say jack's a dick well but but you don't understand that show makes so much money okay well now too other than that i saw that the price is right will be airing its very last episode in the bob barker studio oh okay i thought it said yeah they're moving to a a different studio with more upgrades and people are pissed off because they named that studio after Bob Barker as they should. And you know what? They probably should have stopped that show when he was done again, game shows make tons of money. That's why they're done because they have low costs, low production value. Well, okay. Here's the, and here's the icing on top of the cake. Drew Carey, not funny. Pick a different guy. Drew Carey was funny. He got, he got, no, he toned down to be a game show host. Ken Jennings or Maya Bialak, whatever her name, whoever it is. There, that's 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 ridiculous. I like to just beat your sister to the answers. I don't mean you know not. I'm not saying Maya. Actually, I like her, but like Ken Jen, like what the fuck? Him? Well, he's the he's the winningest champion of all time. That's why he got the gig. Okay, well, so is you know Bill Russell, and he died. <laughs> I mean, well, and and he coached he coached and played at the same time, Drew. And now you you know how you have Pat Sajak. You know he's leaving, which I, I'm actually really thrilled about. But like, just stop those shows. Like, just cancel them. Not cancel them. Just end them on a good note, and they're they're good to go. No, you don't understand. It's all about money, and those shows make tons of cash. I would have picked. Here's who, here's who I would have. Put in the mix, uh, John Michael Hall. I'm pretty sure that's his name. The guy from Breakfast Club. That, no, that's that's uh, that's Anthony Michael Hall. Oh. Uh, the guy that was in Best in Show. That was uh, he and uh, Michael McKean were a, a couple. Okay. Yeah. John, yes, yeah, name is John Michael Higgins. As if John Michael Higgins. Oh, I, I think he's hilarious. I'm all for that. He's he hosts three shows on the Game Show Network. Yeah, he has that one where I don't know what it's called, but you know he says like states, and they just have like the first letter of the state, and like it just yes hands around. I know that's yeah, he's hilarious. America, America talks. You know who else would have been good? Michael McKean would have been good for that. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Michael McKean. Who's that? I mean, he, 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 he was, um, he was, uh, Lenny in terms of Lenny and Squiggy. Uh, I'm not a fan of him. He, he, he did, um, uh, a Beatles. He was part of one of the Beatles countdowns, um, on Sirius XM. He is a great voiceover person and he's very smart. Okay. Uh, I think he. I think he'd have been good. Um, you know, just to go with, just to go with Ryan Seacrest. Oh my God! I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, thank God they didn't pick somebody like 
anybody who's on one of the NFL pregames or anything like that. But I mean, John to Michael Higgins would have been great for that show. You know who the original, and uh, do you know who the original host of, of Wheel of Fortune was? Merv Griffin. Well, he created it. Oh, well, but, the, but when it was on network TV first, it was not Pat. It was not Pat Sajak. I don't know. Chuck Woolery. I don't know who that is. He's the guy. He's he used to do host the Love Connection, and which was on when we were when I was in college. And his his in and out would be we'll be back in two and two, which means two minutes and two seconds. Oh yeah, I don't know who that is. So uh, my answer or my opinion would have been. Uh, Oh man, what is his name? He's like a perfect supporting uh, actor, and he hasn't gotten a chance to do his own movie. Oh, Rob Riggle! I think Rob Riggle would have been awesome for that. Riggle would have been good, and he'd have been very good at doing that show, uh, doing Wheel of Fortune. He'd have been good. Um, you know, man, we could do like a half hour on this if we'd have really put our put our game hats on. Um, let's start a petition. Joe Joe Buck could have been good doing it. Joe Buck. Uh, let's see who else. Who's really smart? Oh, I uh, you know Cam from Modern Family. Oh, Eric Stone Street. Eric would have been great for that. He'd have been fantastic doing that show. He, I think he's doing. Um, he might be doing Scrabble maybe on the Game Show Network or some other show like that. I know he had a show about dominoes. Not That's what it was. It was Domino's on Fox. Yeah. Um, who else would have been good? Guy Fieri? No. He would have been good as like a good host. Or not host, but a good, uh, you know. Could, uh, Vanek and the hostess and then Bear could have been the one flipping the letters. Yeah, why not? Well, I don't see why Vanna didn't take over as, as hostess. And then let somebody else be the, you know, do the flipper. Well, okay, I have two answers. One's more a joke, one's more serious. Which one should I go with first? We'll do them both. All right, the more serious one, Chris Fowler. Chris Fowler would be really good. And my joke one would be... um. My joke one would, or not necessarily a joke this part, but the second part is Vanna becomes the hostess and we see how funny she actually is versus Pat and the two people that would flip are Lee Corso or Lou Holtz. That would be kind of funny. Or, you know who'd be great to flip the letters? Gronk. Or Gronk. I'm surprised. You know what? I'm surprised Tom Brady hasn't thrown his hat in the ring. Well, it's too late because Seacrest, Seacrest out took care could of you. Everything. Could you imagine that? Aaron <laughs> Rodgers hosts Jeopardy. Tom Brady hosts Wheel of Fortune, and the two go at each other. That would be pretty cool. Oh, and what's the guy? Um, who's the guy that they threw off the Bachelor? Oh, uh, Chris Harrison. Yeah, he would have been also very good at that. He'd have been great doing it too. We just thought of so many. Better ideas than anyone on network TV than to pick that hump, Ryan Seacrest. Well, I mean, he was also on there too. 
Yeah, but I don't like him. I don't like Seacrest. Hey, it could be worse. They could have picked Pete Davidson. I know how much you're a fan of him. He's a little busy right now. I'm surprised that Kardashian's not doing it. Or no, like no, no. Do you, do you, Caitlyn do you Jenner. Pete, do you know where Pete is? Jail? He's in rehab. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that was announced on Monday. He's in there. Well, he was in that car wreck like last week in, in Bay Hills or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So he's in... Uh, uh, sorry, Amy Winehouse. Uh, Pete went to uh, Pete went to rehab. Yes, yes, yes. Um, who else probably would have been good at that? Who do you follow on Twitter that you think would be great to to do that? I'm actually googling hosts of TV right now. I'm just trying to think of somebody who is just. Henry Winkler would be great, but he's old and he's busy fishing right now. Um, I really like your Rob Riggle uh, suggestion. I think that would be good. There was a game. I think it was mini golf. There was a game of mini golf where, you know, who actually would be really good. And I don't think people will probably give him enough credit is Max Greenfield. Or even Cedric the Entertainer would have been good. Cedric the Entertainer would be good. Max Greenfield, is he on ESPN doing that show? No, that's Mike Greenfield, or I think Uh, Mike Green, some of that. But no, Max Greenfield was Schmidt and New Girl, and then he's also in a show with Cedric the Entertainer called The Neighbor. Oh, that's the neighbor in in the the neighborhood, right? Yeah, that's it's the white family that moves in in like that black neighborhood. Yeah. Um Trying to think who else would be good. Brad Garrett would be good. Mm, no, not really, because you can't. It's hard to understand him. You know who I would have liked? John Stewart. No. Too political. Um. Well, you know who we can't get? <laughs> Jerry Springer. Why? Well, I mean, because he's dead. Well, no, they could, why don't we just do AI? Maury Povich's still alive. We could get him to do it. You know who would have been really good, but no one Richard. agrees with his with his humor? Riz. Who? I don't know who. Seth MacFarlane. He has way too much money to even think about it. Although, who's the guy that does the voice for Bob's Burgers? I don't know. Uh, oh, you know, oh, Hank Azari would be great. Don't know who that is. Brock Meyer. Oh, yeah, he would have been good, too. I think He'd my top three would be John Michael Higgins. He's my top choice. Rob Riggle. Riggle would be great. And who did he do that show with about the about miniature golf or whatever it was, you know, he did that. Oh, oh, um, wasn't it? Um, it wasn't Cena. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Cena would be good. No, wasn't it? No, Cena did Wipeout. Wipeout, yes. No, wasn't it? Um, God, he's named after his dad, Wayans. Wasn't it a Wayans? Was it? Is it Marlon Junior? 
Or no, Damon Jr. Damon, yeah, wasn't it Damon Jr.? Although he's making a lot of movies. I think Max Greenfield probably would have been good too, but he's not a top choice of mine. I don't, you know what? People who, li- once you listen to this, uh, when you comment on it on social media, put your choice, put your top three choices of who you would like to see to replace Pat Sajak that don't involve Ryan Seacrest. Howie Long would be good. Yeah, Howie Long would have been good too. Yeah, these are these are not good. I I uh I googled underrated actors. And let me tell you they're not good. Uh the guy that played um the guy that played uh Elaine's boss on Seinfeld. Nope, no one from that. Jonathan Hurley, he would have been good. He used to host the Price is Right. No, that's right. He used to do Family Feud before Steve Steve Harvey took over. I'm going to throw my opinion out there, and you're just going to say, because I'm biased, I'm going to go with Chris Evans. No, you know who'd be good? Scott Kahn. Who? Scott Kahn. I don't know who that is. Hawaii Five O. Oh, Scott Con. Scott Con. I don't think so. You don't think? Nah. Who? Uh, who? Uh, you know who I think they- would be good. She or Chai McBride. Oh yeah, I think he's he good too. He is funny as all get out. Dan Patrick or Rich Eisen. D- Dan Patrick would have been good too. I'm surprised they didn't like. I wonder if they just called Ryan Seacrest and they're like, hey, do you want to do it? Here's what I think happened Ryan Seacrest heard that Pat Sajak was quitting and he called He called and said, I want to, I'll take over the show and I'll work for X just so that nobody else gets the show. Probably. Could you imagine like Simon Cowell doing that show? And oh, Howie Mandel. Taylor, Taylor, what would you, or your letter, please? Q. Q? Are you <laughs> serious? What a stupid answer. You're so incredibly stupid. You know who I wouldn't have liked is, uh, God, who's the British chef? Oh, um, uh, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Look at the camera. That guy. Like, why do we oh, think oh, great? Oh, wait. You know who would be good? Uh, Jesse Palmer. He, well, Jesse's now hosting The Bachelor and Bachelorette. But, I mean, he also does he also does the those food challenges. Oh, the guy who does the food truck challenge on the, on the Food Network. The great food truck race? Yeah. He would be good. Hmm. I'm just yeah, saying that was really fun. We should think of some more people. Well, I, you know what? I here's here's your challenge, uh, regular listeners. Once you realize we're back, um, send in your send in your picks on who send in your top three of who you think should should be the actual replacement for Pat Sajak. And please, for the love of God, do not say Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, exactly. 
or uh, Nathan. You know, actually, you know who would have been good too, but he's already on a TV show. Terry Crews. Terry Crews is great, but he's. I don't think NBC would let him out of that contract. Well, he probably has enough money where he'd probably get out of it. I, you know, I I would have taken the job because you really work Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard that Pat Sajak only works like four months, four months, four days out of the month. Yeah, you you do you do five shows every week on a Saturday. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Like, because he lives in D.C., he's a huge uh, Washington Capitals fan. Well, and then not only does he get California, money, but not only does he get money from that, but there's so many Wheel of Fortune slot games. Oh yeah, his voice for that. So he's getting another. I think it was 15 million for the TV, and then another 15 million for that. So yeah. like, he has that money coming in. And and at some point, you want to give that up. I would. I would. Unless you have kids who are going to do something on Saturdays, why would you give that up? Right. I mean, you fly. Let's just, you know, it's like if you're doing like college football games, you're flying into town on Thursday. You're doing all your pre-production on Friday. You got your game Saturday. Right. If you're doing if you're doing an NFL game, you're in Friday. Pre-production on Saturday game on sunday you know everything's a three-day thing right you know now the only thing is if you have young kids or you have young grandkids you're going to miss their saturday activities but you know when you're when the christmas presents are really huge some kids realize that okay oh boom won't be here on saturday but that's okay he's going to show up at my house when he lands in harrisburg at the airport he's going to come back in on sunday and, and bring me a present right you know, because you know, I would I would be okay with fifteen million. In fact, in fact, if there's anybody out there from Merv Griffin Productions, if you if you realize that Seacrest is going to suck dishwater, Miller is available and he will work for two point five a year. I want a five year contract. What is Higgins? What is his name? Jonathan Michael Higgins. Yeah, but I don't think he has a Twitter. He does. What is it? I don't know. Let me look. I was busy trying to push for myself. Oh, speaking of Twitter, what's up with all the math problems on there? I don't know. I wish they'd just get back to all the slutty whores that are on there. Oh, that's good. Well, I, I get lonely. Is it I-N or A-N? Higgins, H-I-G-G-A-N-S. He may have left when they got rid of the check mark. Huh, you can only type in so many people. Yeah. I think the Pirates are losing. They were down 3 nothing when we started the show. They are right now they are 15 games ahead of last year's pace for wins. Well, let's wrap up the the show because I want to go to sleep. Well, let's wrap up the show. Oh, Bucks are up five four. They could end. It's uh, bottom of the uh, oh, top of the eighth. Five four Bucks out front. Well, that's uh, okay. Let's wrap up this episode. Uh, is this the only one we've done in June? 
I believe so. Yeah, so we're going to have to, and we promise, let's just say right now, here is a bona fide, we're going to give you two episodes in July. Because are you going to work out of my house um, the last week in July? Uh, good chance of it. Okay, so then we could do one in person, and then we can, in the next two weeks, we try and do another Zoom. And why don't we just, you know what? I, I like doing the show with your lady. She is very fun. She's she's a dear, and I'm glad you're happy. But all right, well, that's it for cut the BS. Hold on, uh, BFL Music. Follow them on social media. That's who provides our music coming into the show and coming out of the show. They are on the road this summer. Um, get in on the ground floor while you can. See what we're going to play. And if you can, go out and see them play. I'm Steve, by the way. And I'm Drew. Okay, now you can sign off. Well, now feel free to because I'm texting. Well, okay. That's it for this episode of Cut the BS. Thanks for listening, everybody. We promise we're going to try and get back to normal, but Drew's in love. So we'll see you next time. Bye.